Okay. Uh, ready? Yeet. Uh, okay. Yeet. Three. Jesus Christ. Three, <laughs> two, one. Oh, and welcome back to Jam. No. <laughs> Keep going. No. I, I don't need it. These are the moments we need in the podcast. You have to keep this in. Okay, welcome back to Jam Radio, everybody. My name is Jeremy Siegel, alongside my co-host, Mike. Hello, sorry. I hit my microphone as soon as Siegel started talking. Yeah, we're still a work in progress here. Even, fuck, 31 weeks Uh, It's something. Uh, How are you doing, Mike? Off the contract by BuzzFeed. (laughs) We need this idea. Uh, no. Sorry, I'm in the mood. Oh yeah, I don't even like Buzzfeed. <laughs> Buzzfeed, I don't like you. Yeah, fuck Buzzfeed. Uh, now they're gonna offer us a contract. <laughs> Buck Buzzfeed. <laughs> Great. Okay. How are you um, doing, Mike? <laughs> good. Yesterday was my birthday. Yes. Happy. Everyone, everyone wish in a, in a whole year. Oh God. Uh, everybody wish happy birthday to Mike. Uh, as you see in the week thirty-two. There's a song called Happy Birthday to Me. I'll talk about that. That was my song recommended to Mike. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. So uh, yeah. Um, for a few weeks, we get to be the same age. Yeah, that's weird. How, what does it feel like? Do you feel different? Nope. I, I didn't even do a lot for my birthday. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. What are you going to do for your birthday? This isn't a few weeks, Eagle, right? Yeah, I mean, as you get older, I feel like birthdays matter less, and then it just becomes, like, the the big ones. Like, the fives and the zeros. Yeah. You're halfway through your 20s. You're 30. Uh, Those are the big ones. And then, yeah, (laughs) then it just gets more depressing. Um, I was like, this is going to be the last, like, fun one. I feel like 23 is the last, like, age close to, like, 24 just feels very adult. And 23 doesn't as much. Um, so 23 was like my favorite. The last like nice one. That was in my mind for a while. But what what is that uh, mindset? I shouldn't have that one. It should be, they should all be nice. I mean, no one likes it when you're 23. Yeah! Blink-182 reference. Um, what's my age again? That'll be my birthday song in a few weeks. Um when i turned 23 but yeah i don't know i don't know what that mindset's like i think it's always some a uh, problem you we develop as we get older and hit like past the school ages when we're just like uh, i don't get to go in and have cupcakes and people don't get to sing the fucking tone deaf happy birthday song at my face hey i mean oh. i went to dinner tonight and they sang me happy birthday in the restaurant and we were in like a dining room so with like the whole fucking room started singing along and it was horrifying i i remember i went uh to a birthday with a few of our friends back home i don't think you were there mike but we went to a, a restaurant i think it was it's texas roadhouse and they made it they make a fucking scene when it's your birthday they make you get on a saddle and like ride it and they won't leave your table until you ride the saddle and it's like in front of the entire dining room and i was terrified um yeah, I, I'm not big on those adventures, but I ain't doing that. You could pay me money. 
Not happening. Birthdays. Can't live with them, can't live without them. I mean, you could probably live without them if you've tried hard enough. I mean, if no, you, just, you're you still could just totally age. ignore it. But you're still going to age. You can't avoid that. I mean, that's not what I mean. I mean, the event itself. Oh, yeah. I avoid mine every year. I, I just. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mike. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, but that was the second week. Uh, so you'll see. Uh, also, in this sort of broken up in two weeks was the week of angst. The famous week of angst kind of got really? broken up. Really? I mean, it was broken up between these two weeks because, again, we didn't plan any of this to be a podcast. So the second week has more Week of Angst songs. So I named Week 32 the Week of Angst. But What's more angsty it, than WAP Lounge version by Richard Cheese? Oh, God. Can't wait to hear the analysis on that masterpiece. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's another event. We're, we're running out of events because at this point, I think we're just throwing songs at each other at this point in the pandemic or the year. Uh, who knows? Um, but anyway, uh, any baseball news? Uh, um, not really. We talked about the trade deadline last week. Trevor Bauer got his restraining order canceled or whatever. Uh, yeah, he... So he uh... might be coming back. No, I mean, he still had probably like a criminal trial to go through. He just, the restraining order, they said he wasn't a threat to this woman or whatever. I, I, I don't think dumb. he'll ever return. I hope he doesn't. He's like, he's the, he's the worst person in baseball. Literally, literally the worst person in baseball. There's no, he cheated, he raped someone, he assaulted someone. He's a, unlikable as a person, regardless of all that. Can you think of somebody playing right now who's worse than him? Playing right now? No, I don't think so. Yeah, so that's what they're what. And he's on the Dodgers. Well, yeah, I fucking hate the Dodgers. The Dodgers and the Diamondbacks still follow him on Twitter, which is hilarious. Well, a lot of his uh, teammates unfollowed him, I think. Yeah, but the organizations still follow him. I would be like, unfollow him right fucking now. I don't want to associate with him. But the yeah. Diamondbacks, for some reason, who probably have a horrible fucking PR team, Let's follow Trevor Bauer. We drafted him, so we like him still. Oh, speaking of baseball news, the Diamondbacks, they, oh, had, a, maybe we they had a guy throw the no-hitter in his first career start, right? Tyler get it? Gilbert. Get it? Gilbert. Gilbert. That was close. Yeah. I knew it was a G. So that yeah, was pretty wild. congrats to that guy. That was... uh, I don't even like that. Yeah, it was first start ever in the majors, fourth game in the majors, and uh, he threw a no-hitter. So... Congrats the to that guy. Yeah, fuck Tatis. He's the worst player in baseball. <laughs> what does Tatis no. have to do with this? No, I like Tatis. He's fine. Um, anyway. Enough stars. Those are baseball news. Yeah. Week 31, I spend too much time with Shia LaBeouf is the name of this player. No, you don't. I wish I, I wish I knew Shia LaBeouf. Just, I want to talk to him about Even Stevens. I don't care about any of his other... Oh, and Peanut Butter Falcon. Those are my two things I want to talk to him about. Two great projects of his. Anyway, uh, do you like Shia LaBeouf, Mike? Um, he's all right. He seems like he's went through a lot of shit. Uh, it's kind of yeah, crazy. I, I have to see that Honey Boy movie because that's like about him and like yeah. him being a child star. I haven't seen it, but 
I always see it on like recommended on Amazon Prime or whatever the fuck it is. Anyway, do you have any shout outs, Mike? Um, so I have like mainly just shout outs this whole thing. What is happening? Um, I said the Nicole song is kind of funky and it's fun. Um, the guy in the cover looks like Greg Miller and he should come on this podcast. Greg, you're on our cover. Um, tag him when you make the post. Wait, no, you already made it. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I do know, I do know who funny. that is. Yes. IGN. Kind of funny. Yes. Yes. I know who that I is. I saw a movie. Uh, that's that movie Free Guy yesterday. I remember my birthday with my girlfriend. And it was it was fine. It was all right. But it was like, it was fun. Um, they they kind of leaned into the whole like IGN like game developer culture. I've never seen that put in like a, a wide release movie before. It was about like an indie developer and shit. It was funny. But yeah, just random side note that I wanted. Okay. So more shout outs. Um, there were two songs in these two weeks that I definitely knew somehow slipped by me. Melt With You is one of them. Um, it's good, but it's like very much, I liked it a lot. Um, it's very much like an 80s movie song or something. It feels like it's something a lot of kids and dads were listening to uh, back then. Um, it's like in line with my dad's taste of music, I feel like. So I have a soft spot for stuff like sounds like that. It's fine. Um, Reacher, that song, I think that falls into the week of angst. It's like an emo song, but it has like a light countryside feeling at times. But it's also more like, you know, emo song Spotify with Around You. Um, I wanted to t- to mention the TikTok you sent me yesterday of the the clip from Bob's Burgers that's in Edward Forty Hands. I like seeing that. I like those things. You know that. So um why I sent it to you. Yeah. <laughs> um I'll I think I have another couple shout outs, but you can go. I feel like I've gone for a little bit. Okay. Uh, my shout outs are Melt With You by Modern English is one of the best one hit wonders cliche 1980s songs of all time. Yeah. I, so, I knew it. I'm right. Yeah. One hit wonder band, Modern English. They had this one. If you look on Spotify, their top three songs are all this song, and two of them are remasters and a remix. It's all they have, basically. Uh, I think it's from 82, so it's like mid eight, somewhere in the 80s. Pine Cones by Bug Hunter. I mean, at this point, if you don't aren't a huge Bug Did Hunter I write fan, something for that. I don't know. I don't know why you don't like Bug Hunter. I think he has the most creative imagery lyrics in music, and he gets no respect uh, in music. But yeah, this song just further proves that. Listen to one of his songs with your eyes closed and just like. It transports you. You can picture whatever he's saying. Amazing uh, lyricist. Uh, okay, this is a question, Mike. Okay. What the fuck is Oliver Tree? Oliver Tree? Like what? Yes. I don't know. It's like, he's, I don't I really know. For the I, longest, just... I thought for the longest time he was, was Ethan Klein. No, I thought he was Ethan Klein, like, dressed up. And he was like memeing like music, oh. the music industry. But I found out no, he's, he's like a, another he's person. Yeah, he's a, certainly a real guy. If if you don't know, I, look up what Oliver Tree looks like. He dresses in a bowl cut 
like a jumpsuit from the 80s, weird like triangle sunglasses. He's a fascinating human being. Well, he's also uh, like he had a very meteoric rise to fame, I think. I feel like he was a he kind of just got famous because he was around places looking like that, and then he was made music anyway. Yeah, he's um, like a Joji. Yeah, I would say career. he's in that realm of music. Um, but his he also like his music does not sound like you think it would. His voice no, it's sounds more. Just... I was gonna say it's more like rock music than I. Yeah, expected. I look at him and I'm expecting like Bill Wirtz's voice. You know who that is, right? You recommended a Bill Wirtz song. Yeah, I was about to say the next song, "Phone" by Lewis Cole, sounds like a wannabe Bill Wirtz. Yeah. Uh, on this um, list that you recommended, but yeah, he does look like a character more than like an actual performer. He looks like Joji's pink guy rather than Joji. Well, that's a little that's a little out there. I don't know. It's, also, pink guy had bars. Don't at me. Well, it's the same human. <laughs> I would hope he <laughs> have the same fucking bars. It's the same yeah. person. Well, Joji's not like... really a rapper. Yeah, but it's the same. Joji kind of like. I don't know. He has. I don't want to be too mean. I don't. I don't dislike oh. Joji. I actually really like a lot of his music. But a lot of his music is just kind of like long note wine. Uh, I don't know. Right interpretation. Yeah. He's talented. I don't know. I. I, think. I don't know Joji that well, other than the songs you recommended. So I can't really speak to it. Um, and the last song is "Creature" by It Looks Sad. I do like this punk song. It's like the the singer's really good and he has a unique whine to his voice. It sounds like he's like I don't know if it's an effect or just how far he's sitting from the mic, but it sounds like he's shouting into a ravine or something. Uh it's just an interesting effect that he has with his voice. So kudos. Um, um do you want to continue down your list? I have yeah. like two bigger notes. Okay. I'll do the rest of my shout-outs, then my, my one somewhat big note, and then you can... Actually, no, I'll do my... Finish my shout-outs. You do a big note, then I'll do a big note, then you do the last one. Um, I, I shouted out Cash Machine. Um, I like stuff that talks about, like... I don't know, I hate the idea of being obsessed with money. And, um... It's a good little concept that you can to apply to a lot of, like, addiction and stuff. And I also... I wrote that I was surprised about how Oliver Tree sounded because this was the first like actual um, exposure to Oliver Tree I had when it comes to his music. Um, I had the Shia LaBeouf song, which is like the most popular thing that the people from Tally Hall have done. Um, I think Bora, Rob, and Zubin are all in it. The video is funny and the song's funny. It's kind of, like, fun to listen to, too. The kids, like, harmonizing there and shit. It's a lot of fun. And Shia LaBeouf himself is in the video at the end. So it's fun. What do you... Did you have thoughts about the Shia LaBeouf thing? Because I... Had a, I was like, it's either his sort of thing or not. Very much not. It's a fascinating tune. I would not have listened to it if you didn't recommend it. That's for sure. But since you did, I have listened to it a few times, and it, it's catchy, I have to say. No, 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 Shia LaBeouf. It, it's catchy. It has its moments where I'm like, this is actually pretty good. 
I appreciate yeah. it for what it's for what it is. I didn't know it had anything to do or had any involvement from Tally Hall guys, but I can see that influence in there. So it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, well, I feel like they're similar quirky kind of people. This is the stuff I like. They're kind of like similar quirkiness to me and like my friends. That's why we, we they give me like the fucking the, those memories of that kind of stuff. I don't know if that was a cohesive thought or not, but you go ahead. Okay. Um, my first longer note is "Let me take you there" by plain the pl- no, it's just plain white tees. Even though technically it should be the oh, plain white tees. Um. Classic pop punk band from the early to mid 2000s. They're still around technically, but they've changed so drastically away from pop punk that, like, from their glory days when I associate with the band, early mid 2000s. Anyway, uh, you'd probably know them from Hey There Delilah, which is like memed and like one of like the most recognized songs of the 2000s, I think. Um, so that's where you've probably heard the name before if you knew the band. Probably just knew their Hey There Delilah. This is their other album, Every Second Counts, which came out a year after that song dropped. And uh, this album, I think, is much better than that out al- the album that Hey There Delilah comes out on. But uh, this is like a first for me in like a lot of aspects, where it's the first song to get me into harmonizing. This came out in 2006, so we were eight or nine, nine or ten. I can't do math. Figure it out. I was born eight. in 97. Okay, so I was probably nine, eight or yeah. nine. Uh, got me into harmonizing while listening to songs. One of the first bands that I felt like I loved after like Green Day and Monty or I, like my bands, not my dad's bands or whatever. It was like my band. And one of the songs that introduced me to my love of pop punk. And I think this is where the week of angst technically begins. But then, knowing my brain, I forgot about it, and then I recommended not an angst song, but then the rest of them for the next weeks, the next few, like, seven songs are all week of angst pop-punk band songs. But I recommended a Master Bong Ripper in the middle by the Sloppy oh, Boys. Oh, that song. That was a crazy little thing. Yeah, they're a comedy group. We've talked about them before. Uh I'm sure I forgot about the week of angst, and I just recommended that, and Mike said something to the effect of... Sugo, what about the week of angst? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll continue that tomorrow. Um, but yeah, this song in particular, this album is like nostalgic AF. Uh, yeah. uh, when, when looking up the lyrics for the song, uh, when looking up the lyrics for the song, uh, it was interesting because I saw, I don't know if you remember this, Mike, if you were on YouTube in like the 2000s, 2006 was basically the inception where they used to have lyric videos with blue backgrounds and just white text for the lyric videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. So song. that's the first thing that comes up for this song when you look up the lyrics, and I'm like, oh, my God. Uploaded 10 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah, more. Uh, 15? Uh, it's scary. I was on YouTube then. If you can find my old channel, don't try and find it. Um, <laughs> no. Guys. Venmo no. me $20 if you want to know Seagull's old channel name. Venmo? Uh, Venmo, me, Venmo me 10 and I'll tell you. <laughs> I need the money. <laughs> uh, no! Find me on Venmo. Uh, Mike's watching the Mets game. Something happened. Uh, no, I just yelled no at you. The game didn't start yet. Oh, <laughs> I see you looking at the screen. Anyway, this song 
uh, is simply about escaping with the person you love and away from everyone and everything that is tough in the moment, which is why I think I personally love pop punk songs because they were always like disassociating or getting away from the struggles of every day at the time, even though I was nine, so I had nothing to complain about, but I thought I was edgy. Uh, You're starting to look like a pop punk singer. Oh, yeah, I'll find a photo of me with, like, Justin Bieber hair with the fucking swoop. Uh, I never went full scene or emo, but certainly had the hair. You can go to the Oregon Angels show whenever they come to Austin. Or the mom, mom jeans as well. Sing along to the, to the Bob's Burgers part. I will. I, I definitely will. Uh, <laughs> as you'll see in the next week's selection of songs from me, though, it's a mixed with amazingly powerful vocals and power power chords riffs that make up that makes me want to put eyeliner on right now i don't know why i wrote that i was tired when i was writing these notes um but yeah punk scene kids baby we're coming back in 2021 listen to the plain white tees early stuff new stuff is not that great next go on mike next okay uh ron klaus wrecked his house by big dipper um, the song's really fun. The main reason I want to talk about it is uh, my friend's ex-girlfriend was in this band when they wrote this song. Um, apparently, there's this, like a, a story behind it, and this actually happened. Um, they had a they knew a guy named Ron Klaus, and he was. They told him he had to like. I don't know if you're frozen or you're just confused. Oh, okay. <laughs> They told him he had to move out in like a month because they were demolishing the place. So he they he just threw like a party and like they fucking destroyed his place and like his house. Um aside from that though, I love this song. Um I like the, the very sequential way it describes all this happening. Um it's fun to me for some reason. It's satisfying. I'm imagining like have you ever seen the music video for Turn Down for What? That when they're crashing through the ceiling? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I'm imagining that vibe where they're fucking shit up in slow motion. People just destroying the windows. I don't know. Good song. Check out Big Dipper. Um, guided by Voices. Good bands. We talked about Teenage FBI, right? Yeah. Are they involved in that? I think they're like similar people or something. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I did not know that. Um, and I also wrote that I forgot to say that Pine Cones by Bug Hunter made me think of Laszlo Bane. Okay. Like, he usually doesn't make me think of Laszlo Bane. Um, you have another I thing? I don't know why. I don't know why. They're they're kind of cut from the same cloth, I feel like. But I, I, I see that similarity. I, anyway. Uh, yeah, my second note Shorter note, I spend too much time in my room by the band Camino. I don't know why the fuck they're called that. From 2016. This is probably in reference... Like, this song, I think I recommended it from The Week of Angst, and this might... Uh, this is why I think The Week of Angst started with that other song, is because I was just annoyed at the world, frustrated at this point in the pandemic. What, we were six months in at this point in August? And I was just no like... No end in sight. Yeah, we're 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 deep in the shit here, and I, this was like kind of a song that reflected my thoughts at the moment, where it was like, especially in apartment living, 
my apartment is one big circle. So technically it's a room. I know that it's just separated by doors. But it's Quick like... little shout out. When, uh, yeah. when I saw Inside in movie theaters at some point, at one point yeah. Bo Burnham says rum, like the way you say it. Yes! I don't remember when. But he does say room other times, like in the song, and he says it room. So I don't know what the fuck happened. It's rum. You go into your room. Obviously. Just look look up at the, the dictionary. You can see it clearly spelled R-U-M. Hey, this the recording room that we record in, it's called the recording room. Spelled correctly, R-U-M. Yeah! Um, I gotta but yeah, the lyrics... Podcast. <laughs> the lyrics... It's great because the the audience doesn't hear it. They just hear the last bit because your mic peaks. They just hear ah at the end. I'm like, I mean, does that not make it so much funnier though? No one understands what you're doing. They just hear you go eh out of nowhere. It's so much funnier. Can I can I spit a, talk a bit about the new Space Jam movie during in between weeks? Yes, we could talk shit about the new Space Jam movie. Let me just get through this point. Um. <laughs> The lyrics that I relate to is, I spent too much time in my room. I like to be alone, but it's bad for me. I spent too much time in my head. Wish I, wish I could say what needs to be said. It's just it is a mental health song where I was just like, God, this sucks. And this is exactly what I'm feeling, so I'm going to release it into so Mike can feel it too. Uh, and it's funny, I, I remember this time in my life, clearly because I sent, said to a few people, I don't know if I said this to you, Mike, but said this to a lot of people when they were complaining about living at home with their parents. I sent them a text as like, don't complain, you have people around you at least. Going through the pandemic alone sucked for me personally. So it might have sucked that you had your parents around, but at least you had people you loved around to like talk to. I was yeah. just closed off. But anyway, that's my little spiel. Hopefully the world gets back to normal. Not. It'll never happen. We're Hello, with the pandemic for the rest of our lives. Welcome to Gen Alpha, bitch. Okay, um, Gen Alpha's fucked. Like, Gen Z's fucked, but Gen Alpha's really fucked. Um, this is America. That's it. That's my spiel. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah! Let's get on to our top fives. Okay, I'll start. Yes. No Pants Dance 5, Melt With You 4, Creature 3, Shia LaBeouf 2, Ron Klaus 1. Yeah, I don't think we have a single song that matches. So we'll just go with each of our number ones are the top songs. I love how you planned ahead for this. You knew what was going to happen. Yeah, I knew it. Because I picked all, all right. my songs. You picked all your songs, I think. I picked oh, wait, did you put I Melt With You? Yeah. Oh, oh so that's no, gonna I Melt With You won. Okay. That's going to win. Okay, five for me was Pine Cones by Bug Hunter. Four, I Spent Too Much Time in My Room by the band Camino. Three, I Melt With You by Modern English. The winner... Two, Hero and Heroine, Heroine? Heroine. by Boys what? Like Girls. Are you, are you serious? Heroine? I thought it was... Yeah. Okay, whatever. Who said her heroine? Uh, <laughs> what? I never, like, said the word out loud. Uh, oh, my God. Boys I, like, I, my Boys I, Like Girls. <laughs> are you kidding me? Shut up. One <laughs> is Let Me Take You There by Plain White Tees. Shut the fuck up. I was just reading it quickly. I thought it said heroin. Heroin, run! Uh, at least it is a heroin or something. Wait, that makes that. Wait, that yeah. was that's right. Yeah, heroin. Hero, heroin is the name. That heroin's the word. So, 
so heroin like that and heroin like drug, not spelled yes. like that. They're just, they're but heroin the drug isn't spelled like that. This is why I fucking hate English the English language. Dumb. Yes, English is dumb. That's the answer to this. <laughs> I tried to pronounce it like it's written. Fuck this English thing. Okay, so Mike wants to go on his little rant about Space Jam. Oh, so no, I just forgot to say that weeks. I finally watched that before they took it off HBO Max. And it was maybe the worst movie I've ever seen. Why'd they take it off HBO Max? It was like a, a first month release on HBO Max, and like I think, I think it, maybe okay. maybe it's still there. I don't know. I may be wrong. I, I think it's off. Um, bad movie. It was. It was not even a movie. It was an advertisement. There was no jokes. I heard there were many problems with it, was it a, and then I've heard a lot 20 of... 20 minutes of, like, LeBron James playing basketball, and then it was just an advertisement for every other Warner Brothers property. Yeah, I, I heard it was, like... But it was also, like, the nostalgic card, where they were like, look, oh, there's Rick Iron Morty? Giant. The problem is, like, who is the... Space Jam is fun because it's Looney Tunes, and this is just, like... Nobody likes this level of corny... Who wants to like see something about like Rick and Morty and Lord of the Rings or whatever? Who the fuck? Who the well, Lord of Rings? Who the fuck cares about the Looney Tunes? They have like tunes? one Lord of the Rings mention. I don't know. Some people. No one. No one fucking cares about the. They shouldn't have made it with the Looney Tunes. They should have made it with the, Rick the and point, Morty. The point is, this wasn't a movie. This was just like they were just throwing different things at you. Oh, a big chunk of stuff. A fucking guy reference. There was no punchline or, like, writing. It was just a bunch of references. It's like LeBron James can't act or something. Oh, uh, well, I mean, that's another thing. Yeah. Look, but now I, I request you watch the original Space Jam and see how bad that movie is, I mean, it, the, I've seen it. It's not a good movie, but it's also not, like... That movie has, like, redeeming qualities, in my opinion. It has a nice... It has a fun soundtrack. If you can tell that the people true. who made it like cared, at least wanted to make something fun, and this movie feels like it was made by like an algorithm or some shit. Whatever. Well, a, it was, and B, <laughs> it's also reflective of the time we live in, where everything needs to be an advertisement. Everything that I'm looking at your room as a recording, everything on your wall is an advertisement. Every poster you have has a logo on it. Everything needs to be this on my desk this i have cheese on my desk because i was eating cheese. earlier i can't see uh, oh parmesan cheese. it has a giant fucking craft like you need to know what the brand is everything is advertising based now guys he was holding up a thing of parmesan cheese you can't see it but that's what it was yeah i know yeah i was eating earlier uh anyway yeah space jam one was like a one out of ten movie I just want to, I didn't mention Suicide that Squad, good movie. Yeah, um, that was that was solid. I wasn't expecting a lot. You saw it? Yeah, I did. It was I good. I finally yeah. saw it. Yeah, it was, it was. I think. I don't know. I have to watch the original Guardians, but this might be his best work so far. James, uh, James Gunn? Gunn, that is the director. Yes. Do you think Sorry. this is better than the original Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, I think it's more. There's much more interesting character development and like all these interconnecting stories. And I want a fucking King Shark and Rat Girl, Rat Catcher show. I want them in a buddy cop duo show. 
just those two interacting. I mean, I, I, when you sent me the hands uh, gif, I and I knew you saw it. Hands, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love King Shark. I didn't know it was fucking Stallone either. Anyway, uh, I kept thinking he was gonna for... die. Uh, no, never mind. No spoilers. He doesn't die, so it's not really a spoiler. But I mean, the movie's called Suicide Squad. Um, people die. Uh, anyway, I mean, but like shoutouts, well, whatever. Yeah, well, no, we'll, sorry. No, you can, you can, you can continue. No, I'm not gonna spoil past that. Fine, I'll, just, I'll, I'll make the point. <laughs> hey, this is editing Siegel. If you don't want spoilers for the Suicide Squad, you should skip ahead to about 34 minutes 30 seconds into the episode. So just a few minutes ahead. But here's an official warning, and Mike will warn you one more time. So skip to 34 minutes, 30 seconds, if you don't want any spoilers for the Suicide Squad. 10 seconds until you can get out before they start spoiling. 5, 4, 10. Um, no, they kind of, they do like a, they throw you a curveball because they introduce a group of characters in the beginning, right? And then they all die off and then they introduce another one. Look, I knew as soon as they announced the cast that everyone who was famous, or like like Pete Davidson, I knew, like, fucking gone. Like, there's no way he's in this movie. Like, Nathan Fillion is definitely not in this fucking movie. They're gonna go with the big guns as the actual actors, and then they're just speaking here of, to be like, haha, we're here. Speaking of LeBron not being able to act, I feel like John Cena was decent. John Cena put on such a show in that movie that I fucking hated him by the end. Yeah, well, he like, was like the bad guy. Yeah, sorry, these are all spoilers, but... Oh, shit, that was even worse. I, I told him to get out. Yeah, you, you, you had your warning. Uh, so, but, god damn it. it, it's actually a really good movie. Anyway, the more I talk about it, the more I like it. Anyway, week 32. Go watch Suicide Squad if you haven't, and we spoiled it for you. Um... I'll put a bigger, like, warning thing to, before Mike's little thing. So it's Maybe like, we will like a, spoil... A, a timestamp or whatever. We'll, we stop spoiling at this. Yeah, that's too much work. You gotta <laughs> just leave and skip around. <laughs> we're, we're not professional here. Week 32. Week of angst. Part 2, technically, but we're not gonna include that. This is that. pretty week of angst, except for the Irish folk song. Yeah. Uh, let me go first on my shoutouts. First shout out is the locket by No No Idea uh, and Atlas. Uh, first off, great fucking name, No Idea. Uh, and secondly, love the beat and like the noir style of this song and the dis- detective you're story rapping. My, you're stealing my oh. shout out. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I, oh, this, I really enjoyed this. Is, this. Like this is like exactly what I wrote. So it's. <laughs> I know, but it, I mean, there's nothing, we could talk about it together then, because it is, I think, one of the most unique songs on this list, and I listened to it a few times to be like, I don't love that he's a little bit offbeat, that's my only, like, critique, but because it's so unique, I'll let it slide, uh, with the noir, it just feels like a 1940s noir film. Yeah, that's and, exactly what, yeah, and you, like, the song, it sounds like you're in, like, a smoky, like, bar and you see some guy like yeah, smoking and he, a cigar. And he's telling the he's telling the story like back in my day. It's like yeah. I mean, well, and then yeah. at the end he reveals that he's the killer, which is even more fun to me. Spoiler. 
No, it's a song. If you can't get through three minutes of a song, it's, you it's need less to... than two minutes. The song. It's not really. It's not even a spoiler. Yeah, so I think Atlas is the rapper who actually raps most of it. Um, who has made a surprising amount of appearances on this list. So I'm shocked by that. Um, but yeah, really good song. Under under the radar for this week. Uh, Close to you by Mike. You want to say his name? Hiromi Hosino. You can't say his name by now. Still, we've talked about sportsmen so much. I can say sportsman. Um, he's one of the original cre- creators of this list, basically, of songs we've done in the eventual podcast, as we've said many times, because of Sportsman and Stephen Merritt's song, uh, All I Care About Is You, coming in with a classic cover of Close to You by the Carpenters. But why I love this song is he can't speak English very well, or he didn't get a good translator, because he keeps saying... Just like me, they long to be close to me, and it should be close to you. <laughs> and he screws it up a lot of times. It is awkward, and it makes no sense. But I love it. Love him even more. For me, more that for was it. just like that was just I don't know that that just added to like the charm. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I love it because of that. But he screws up, and every time I'm just like, God damn it! <laughs> like you're so. It's a good cover, but you screw it up. Um, let it slide because he made Sportsman. Um, my favorite song of all time. Close little shout out, "Happy Birthday to Me" by the Vandals, part of the Week of Ink songs, a tradition that I do on my birthday. Uh, picked up from a YouTuber that I watch called Charles Trippy, uh, or also known as CTFXC. Uh, it's your own personal birthday song with lyrics such as "Fuck you, it's my birthday, special holiday only for me, so do what I say." I didn't even have those written written down i've heard it for the last decade of my life so i know Do the you lyrics. sing that every day still every birthday first fucking thing out of my bed it's my my alarm clock usually for that day only um big machine by ryan uh, miller really quick underrated song underrated film safety not guaranteed go watch the movie mark oh, duplass wait, oh it's mark duplass uh it's a time travel movie i think it's still on netflix it this song is like the calmest simplification of what is necessary in life quintessential of life and just like the little things starting to dislike time travel stuff in general my favorite show of all time is quantum leap so i disagree i I feel like it's just always going down the same path where you're like oh watch quantum leap it's different or if you can find it. Like that, apparently. If you have Peacock, I think Quantum Leap's Leap is on Peacock TV. Because NBC made it in the original. Go watch it. But yes. Yeah. Ow. Go ahead, Mike. What are your okay. shout-outs? About here, and Granny's Morgan having a margarita at halftime. Um, what? <laughs> I just... In the... The the fucking Space Jam commercial. I just keep hearing, I just keep hearing LeBron say that, and it's just so stupid. It's not funny. Where's the joke? <laughs> My face would. <laughs> okay. Um. Short people are Ra- Randy Newman is funny. That's that's real oh, comedy God. right there. Short people funny. Short did you people... did you look up did you look up the meaning to this song or anything? Hmm. I feel like I know it. My friend told me about it a while ago. Do you know what are you going to tell me? I mean, it? 
it's not so much like a meaning to the song, but he wrote it like as a joke. Like this whole album he wrote was a joke album talking narrated by a person who's just like a complete asshole. Not actually Randy Newman's thoughts. It's just like he wrote well, it from mean, a different perspective. It doesn't really take a genius to figure out that he doesn't actually hate think short people have no reason to live, but yeah. I, I I didn't I don't know maybe fucking today Van Morrison is an anti-vaxxer Eric Clapton's an asshole and anti-vaxxer I don't know these fucking musicians anymore he could have been like I hate short people I wonder what like the the population of people who have like dwarfism uh a percentage <laughs> joke okay do I just keep going yeah sure go ahead. Um, The Great Escape is another song I definitely knew. I think I was slacking. Uh, what? One of my songs that I'm going to talk about. I'm just um, picturing myself listening to this song at like a, a fucking... You're having your birthday. You, specifically, are having a birthday party at a bowling alley. And I hear this song. And that's when I hear it for the first time. Um... You you said like everything I wanted to say about the locket. Um, I love the lyrics. I love the descriptors. I wrote these lyrics down just because I think they capture um, what we were saying. Moonlit cafe, jazz in the background. Clock strikes twelve as my partner gets sat down. Madtown ain't it? Heard him say between the sirens. I don't know why I died while reading those, but um, that's good. I I died. I died. I died. Oh no! Check, please. Um, uh, we're, we're is that it? it Sorry. Um, Foggy Dew is a fun Irish folk song. Um, I keep thinking Art School Wannabe is a me song, but it's not. It's an extremely me song. Um, it is. Yeah, sorority noise. I don't really know enough about, but I see them all the time. Um, I don't know what the best. They they feel like they're like in between the front bottoms and and uh, mom jeans somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go oh, ahead. that was it. <laughs> I mean, I. Okay. Uh, is there more I wanted to say? I have a have... longer note, but. I mean, I have one pretty long note. Okay. Well, you can do some that... more, and then I'll do a longer note, and then we'll talk about Space Jam. Yeah, that's what the people want to hear. Um, uh, the Week of Angst songs. Granny's having a margarita at halftime. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> lumped together, basically. Welcome to My Life by Simple Plan. Happy Birthday to Me, The Rock Show by Blink-182. And it technically ends with Art School Wannabe by Sorority Noise. Um, although they're, like, kind of leaning out of the 2000s punk at that point. But... All these punk rock songs in general are some of like the best in my opinion, because I, for me personally, uh, like I said before, powerful yet very simple, easy to grasp concepts and sing along to. Uh, much like the new generation of stuff by like Origami Angel, it's just like you can see where Origami Angel got inspired. Uh, they probably are too young for this stuff. Um, I don't you know think? if they're our age or not. No, they're like younger um, than us. They're like 2021. God damn it. Uh, okay, they might have heard this stuff on the radio, though. Uh, I'm, sure, no, I'm sure they were inspired by this, yeah. 
Uh, I wish I could remember what caused me to promote the idea of the week of angst, but it was probably a buildup of frustration in the world and where I was at at the time. So I was like, I'm just going to go back to like nostalgic songs and uh, try to recapture some of that magic and force them onto you. Um, I don't know if it worked, but these were my attempts. Uh, quick note, Welcome to My Life by Simple Plan, a song that tried to make the world seem so tough about a situation that every teenage experience, a teenager experiences where it's just like, I'm going to lock myself in my room and turn the radio up so loud so no one can hear me screaming. It's like, it's such hyperbole, but it, and I think TikTok took it over as a trend for a while. So it was interesting to see kids listening to that song out of all of these. But it's like hyperbolizing the struggle of teenage angst. Um, even though everyone goes through it. It's a very simple idea, but it's like, welcome to my life. It's a phrase welcome. I still use because of this song. Um, when I'm like... It's, it's a very, like, very like, old-timey, like... Yeah, like you said. You yeah, it's on a this... cliche. <laughs> I love that TikTok sound that's popular now. I'm like Joker from the movie Joker. <laughs> I just saw that today. I'd never seen it until today, but it's very odd that you said that. It's, it's I the modern version of... Uh, I mean, it's the old version of that. But I, I don't... Can you explain? I'm the Joker from the movie The Joker? Like, is that the funny part? It's, that... like, it's like a meme, like... When kids are like, you just won't get it. I'm depressed. I'm like the Joker. I'm not understood. Or something. Welcome to my life. I'm the Joker. Uh, this whole fucking world is cyclical and it's sickening. Um, Did anybody shout us out? No, everyone hates us. Welcome to my life. Um, Whoa! Oh! He <laughs> said the line! <laughs> uh, yeah, I, now I have, like, just on the song, The Great Escape. So do you want to say your thing and then I'll say this? Um, sure. Uh, Grandpa's Uke is my song by Forrest. Um, and Bisquick. Bisquick. I don't know who that is. I tried, um, you know, you just you look for these motherfuckers and they're nobody. Well, let me, Bisquick. I know, I know oh, he has a fucking Instagram because I tagged him. So he's a real person. Bisquick, if you want to prove you're a real person, come on the podcast. Just kidding. I love you. Your songs are great. Um, His name's Vince Offer, according to. Wikipedia. Vince Offer is the name of like a 40 year old producer. Uh, why is he like, why is that the name? Okay, whatever. Um, this He's song just makes kid. me think of like Hawaii when I hear it for some reason. Um, it's extremely like sitting on the beach lamenting and singing. Um, it's so happy and so precious talking about hoping that like this person's grandpa um, knows that his ukulele is being put to good use or whatever. Um, it's the pinnacle of good vibes. This, this guy couldn't have possibly been in a a bad place in life when he made this. Um, listen to the song on repeat, especially in the summer. It's a summer song. It's a happy song. Um, chill. Yeah. Yeah. Grandpa's uke. Okay. It was an interesting listen. I remember it fondly. Um... Yeah. Uh, anyway, 
My last song. It sounds like is... your Falconetti saying it and then saying that and then he just starts shitting on it. Yeah, what what did he say about? They talked about fucking chink, chicken fingers or whatever. Chicken or wings. Chicken nuggets. Chicken, chicken wings. <laughs> that was so funny. It's like I never noticed how stupid it is, but yeah. Um, now I can never listen to that song. Every time it comes on, I have to skip it because I'm like, you fucking ruined the song. He, could, he like wholeheartedly convinced me that that song sucked. Yeah, that was great. Um, it should be a reviewer. It's easy to be a critic. It's harder to make shit, Falco. Um, the Great Escape by Boys Like Girls. What? Yeah, that's the name. Uh, the fuck? Um, sorry, Mike was okay, flailing his up. arms. Uh, yeah, this is a song I really want to talk about out of all of the angsty songs I recommended. Uh, uh, we ha- we've had the artist The Night Game mentioned on this playlist a few times uh, throughout the podcast run. Uh, the singer Martin Johnston. This is where he got famous. He also is the main act, main singer in the Night Game. It's basically his band, uh, Panic at the Disco esque uh, startup. It's just him. Anyway, Boys Like Girls was his emo punk punk band in the two thousands to twenty tens, where he got famous. Boys Like Girls, which is a probably a risque statement in twenty twenty one. It's a really bad joke. Why did I write I that? Under, I don't even understand. Boys can like whoever they like, but it's boys like girls. It, only that way. I don't fucking no. know. Oh, I don't... No! Okay. Uh, the original belter song of my childhood, I don't know if you would know what a belting song is, but like... I mean, I put like, together scre- what it meant. Sc- yeah, screaming in your car or something. Um... Or I think so many bands get inspiration from in the new age punk music. Did you where say screaming in your car? No. What did I? No, I did not say that. <laughs> I know what you said. It just sounded like that. It, look, it's late. Um, it was a perfect. It's a perfectly manufactured song with the, such a good build to the chorus, and then a stop for like a second, and then he just belts and releases the tension. Throw it away. Um. It is a very 2000s punk song, and it would be playing in a bowling alley in 2006 when it was released. I get that reference that Mike says. Martin, who's the singer, uh, says he wrote the song about leaving the town I grew up in with my best friends at my side. A graduation type song with a we're not, we're up to no good, fuck this town, let's do it up for one more night twist. I wrote it as a last hurrah to high school growing up. And in a sense, the last night of being a kid. I didn't know that, so it was fascinating to learn. And it does sound like that a lot. I always reference this. It's ironic, though, because I always think of this song as, like, a childhood song. And he's writing about, like, being a grown-up or, like, going into adulthood. But I always think of this as, like, being a little kid and just, like, going out with friends to get away from, like, high school bullshit. But while you're in high school... Having adventures. It's a childhood memory for me. It's a nostalgic reference in my life. Uh, it also relates back to the motif of so many songs I recommended with these last two weeks. encapsulates my mood of the pandemic about escape both mentally and physically from the current horrible reality we found ourselves in a year ago. And uh, yeah, and wanting me to get back to simpler times. So I, that's why I went. That's why I think I started recommending pop punk songs because these were all nostalgic ballads for me or pieces of music 
uh, yeah, I don't know. I did. I thought there was more. There was better content in the week of angst. I think I built it up in my head as better songs. But we got boys like girls, which is still my waking up song, like my alarm clock song. Really? Uh, it's still boys like girls. Uh, so I love this band. Um, anyway, it's not this song though. It's a uh, stuck in the middle. Is the song that I wake up to every morning. Anyway, do I you want to? Using... Why don't I use it as my alarm anymore? I don't know. I stopped. Well, each their own. Do you want to do your a top five? Yeah. Okay. So I put "Happy Birthday to You" at five, just because as like a kind of a "Happy Birthday to Me." What is the name, name of the song? song? Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's like a song me. you sing to yourself. That yeah. makes sense. Um, yeah. Happy Birthday to Me at five, just kind of as like an homage, as like. It was my birthday yesterday, and this week we did this. Uh, this week of last year, short people for the locket three. When I look into your eyes by Kai Dreams at two, which is like one of his nicer songs, one of their nicer songs. Um, uh, I also, I think I recommended that one on my birthday, and I put Grandpops You Get One. Okay, so the locket one, locket number time. five for me. Uh, I know idea. Uh, four, Big Machine by Ryan Miller. Three, Art School on a Beat. Two, Welcome to My Life by Simple Plan. One, The Great Escape by Boys Like Girls. Literally, Mike, you're life. running away with it. I don't like this. Um, on my pick. I don't what think. Can I, say? I don't think I can catch up. Um, but anyway, uh, what's the score now? Nineteen fourteen, me. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. For a uh, while, we're playing we golf rules. We would alternate every week, and now I'm just winning all of them. But wait, wait. We're playing golf rules, right? Like the lower the score, the better? No, I'm just adding one whenever somebody wins. You didn't get the joke. Oh, I thought you were actually. Shut up! <laughs> the lower the score, the better. So technically, I'd be winning and if it was golf rules. Um. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for watching, everyone. Mike dropped something, so I only see his forehead. Uh, and it's very yeah. freaked me out for a second because I looked away. Uh, thanks for listening, not watching, listening, everybody. Like, subscribe, share, share. Hey, how, how about you do that? That's a big one. Share. Uh, share this with Everyone. your favorite person. Share this with a person that just had a birthday so they can listen to a good birthday tradition song. Um, if they need a good way to perk themselves up on their birthday if they forget how important their birthdays are or if they don't care about their birthdays but they need a song happy birthday to me by the vandals uh also rate us on apple podcast follow us on spotify also uh to follow the podcast playlist better you should follow the account my account jeremy siegel so you always get up to date playlists uh it might just be easier if you don't want to just like follow Find it through Instagram. You can also follow the account on Spotify. There are only the playlist songs or the playlists on my account. I don't have any of my personal playlists up. So that might be the easiest way to figure it out. Anyway, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Mike, do you want to? Did I forget anything? No, nope. I think that's it. Space you Jam count bad. Us down? Our podcast good. Tell your friends. Yeah, I'll count us down. Uh, three. Two, one.
You, you got, got some listening, listening to, do. to do. That was good on my end. Come on and slam. And welcome to the jam. Kay Bowser. Welcome to the jam, Kay Bowser. Now, if they put Bowser in the Space Jam, that would be good.